0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Did someone order a big sausage pizza? I did, but I don't have any money. No payment, no pizza. There must be something else we can do to pay for the pizza. Like sit with me as I talk through my trauma. Uh, um, well, we could go to the couch and and do something else. Oh, like like role play? Yeah, role play scenarios that I've created in my head so that I can speak them out loud and see the unlikelihood of them actually coming true. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I missing something here? I'm I think sorry. the real question is is what am I missing? What am I missing? Somebody, come on. A wreck. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to Life's Rec. I'm your host Kyle Moore, uh, and also, <laughs> oh, hot start. And as always, I'm joined by the always incredible voice in the back, who I'm surprised to not have anything to say about that. Uh, what? What's going, on? bro? Come on. <laughs> no, I want. I want you to sweat. Just say, hey. No. Yes. Nope. You're a jerk. Yes. Kind of my kind of my thing, kind of my shtick. Anyway, I I'm sure you'll be hearing from him sooner or later. Uh, but uh, before we get into things, real quick, I think you guys might have noticed, possibly you might have noticed, maybe you didn't, maybe it just flew completely over your head. But uh, the intro to Life's a uh is it's a little different. So I just want to give a huge shout out to my boy Adam Moore. Uh, no relation, just just a great last Thankfully name. Thankfully for Adam, no relation uh, for creating a new intro song for the podcast as well as some more music. No, stop! That's that's not funny. You see what I did there? No, I, I got I got the joke, but please stop. because Adam Moore, like me, like Moore, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm funny. That's highly debatable. As I was saying, uh, you know, more music that will be used to intro guests and wrap up the show. Uh, he's done an incredible job. I, I couldn't be happier with how everything turned out. So make sure to go check him out on social media. You can give him a follow at Adam Music Moore, That's A D A M. M-U-S-I-C-M-O-O-R-E. Uh, and, you know, check out his music on Spotify or just wherever you listen to music. He's an incredible East Coast artist, a lot of talent. And uh, I'm just happy that he was able to, uh, to help me out and uh, give, a little extra, give a little extra spice to the intro. So, uh, you know, massive shout out to Adam. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Also, guys, before I forget, I got to give a massive shout out to my boy Jesse Burrows uh, for the inspiration behind this week's podcast intro. Um, definitely one of the one of the funnier ones I've been able to put together. Um, or, or I guess you know I had a lot of fun making it. I guess uh, so. Make sure to go give him a follow on Instagram. It's at j underscore burrows. Uh, and if you want to have your idea featured as a Life's a Rec intro, uh, all you got to do is follow at Life's a Rec podcast on Instagram. And uh, and the week leading up to the podcast, I'm going to put like a Instagram story up with a question box, basically asking for your your ideas if i pick your idea i'll message you and uh and you'll get a shout out on the podcast and and uh and i get a great idea for an intro so win-win situation all around so simple even kyle could be. so guys i'm really excited for this episode this week because for the first time in a while i'm hopping back on the mic solo um and just bro what the f-? this is a solo episode yeah we're talking jeez, man yeah we're talking about men's mental health and just like kind of like what it means to be a man who struggles with mental health issues like how it affects different areas the, of our life but the stuff. guests have been so good why why, why are you trying to try to man the ship yeah alone? I, I know they've been awesome we, we have great guests on the show but you know sometimes you just gotta like mix things up i guess and it's it's a special occasion i guess november you know a lot of emphasis being put on men's mental health this month Fine, so. you do you. but i'm I'm not very happy so i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stand ouch i'm just gonna stand okay back here. that's that's fine literally the less that i hear from you the less editing i have to do anyway so it's 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 cool. By all means, just be just stew over there in the corner. Well, okay, you know what? That that's 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 fair. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Plus, I'm I'm gonna take my my med, stay my Zolo off before I start editing. So that should that should keep you quiet as well. Give you your little baby aspirin. It's also in play. It's valid. Um. So like I was saying, guys, November, a ton of emphasis is put on on men's mental health because of really great causes like Movember, which I'm currently doing. And the link for uh, the Life's Rec Movember will be um, in the the link in my Instagram bio. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. Anything that you can donate to this incredible cause really helps. They help bring awareness to um, every aspect of men's health, from men's mental health uh, to physical health, to testicular cancer and uh, different causes like that. They're, they're a great organization and they've raised a lot of money. For a lot of really incredible research and a lot of incredible causes, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, I I would highly appreciate it. It would it would really mean a lot to me. Um, And so, basically, hopping on the mic today, you know, haven't done this in a while. Uh, I definitely feel a bit rusty, but I think that I've really been thinking a lot about my own mental health and about the mental health of the men around me a lot lately. Um, lately, I've been really good. There's been a lot of really incredible things that are happening. Um, I just registered Life's Rack Media as a company, which is which is really cool. So you're going to see a lot more from Life's Rack going forward, um, a clothing line, different kinds of uh, podcasts under the Life's Rack brand, hopefully, um, just kind of creating a lifestyle brand. And that's super exciting. But it also comes with a lot of stresses. Um, and I guess like, you know, I said, I've been really good, but I guess there's been some ups and downs. Um, when I get more stressed out, uh, I definitely, my intrusive thoughts definitely fire up a lot more. Um, even like last night, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. It's going to be coming out on Friday, obviously. And uh, even last night, I, I had really, really kind of weird, just shit-y uh intrusive dreams i guess which is sometimes which sometimes happens like nightmares i guess you could say um and it, and it really sucks and so like the more that i was thinking about kind of like what i've gone through um what people in my life have gone through i really thought like this was an important time to get back behind the mic uh and just kind of and just kind of have a chat with you guys about the importance of men's mental health and uh you know have a little bit of fun with it but really bring some light to to why mental health is such an Uh, Such an interesting aspect of men's life and why it affects so many things, but yet we still don't talk about it as enough as we definitely should. Um, you know, every time like November rolls around, everyone grows the mustache. You know, we talk about it for a little bit and then that goes away and then we don't talk about it. And then men go back to suffering in silence. And I hate that. And it really, and it really irks me. Um, because I suffered in silence for a lot of years, a lot of years and didn't say, don't tell anybody anything. And then I finally did, and it put me on a path that has led me to this point now, where you know I'm, I'm sitting in front of some really cool studio equipment that I get to play around with, um, talking about something that I'm passionate about. I get to do talks in schools. Um, I'm developing a clothing line that's going to have proceeds going to mental health charities. Um, it's put me in a really, it's put me in a really incredible position. Um, and so, if you if just kind of hearing that doesn't kind of get you interested in the conversation I just kind of want to list off a few facts for you that I hope you find as shocking as as I found them so about six out of every 10 men experience at least one trauma in their lives so men are more likely to experience trauma related to accidents or physical assault combat disaster uh or witness a death or injury um and that alone is a is a really interesting t- statistic but more so than that nearly 1 in 10 men experience depression and anxiety but less than half of those men seek out treatment meaning that about 50% of men who are struggling are struggling completely in silence and don't seek help men are twice as likely to develop an alcohol or drug dependency than others 49% almost 50% one out of every two guys feel more depressed than they admit to the people in their lives. And then one of the most shocking statistics to me, and obviously, and and a bit of a disclaimer, we're going to have a quick conversation about suicide, but men die by suicide at a rate 3.5 times higher than others, almost 4% higher. In Canada, three out of every four suicides are men. But we don't talk about it. Why? Why? Do, why? Why don't we? Right? You know, we talk about mental health more than ever now in 2020, especially with the pandemic going on. We're talking about how to stay mentally healthy. We're talking about mental health, but for some reason, we're still not talking about men's mental health in a way that that furthers a conversation and actually provides resources for men and and outlets for men to express themselves and to talk about things. Um, you know, I think great resources like Tether. Uh, You know, the founders of Tether, um, Matt and and Addison, who I've had on the podcast, well, Matt, I've had on the podcast, but like these kind of like social resources for men, specifically for men, um, somehow aren't talked about enough. And and it just blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know, there's still a stigma surrounding men's mental health. And that's kind of what I want to get into today, because I want to get into why it's so tough to open up. So just to, to give a quick backstory, I didn't talk about my mental health literally until I started putting this podcast out. Not at all. Hardly at all. It was one of those things that was a massive aspect of my life, was a defining aspect of my life at the time. And yet I wouldn't talk to my significant other. I wouldn't talk to my friends. I wouldn't talk to my family. I wouldn't talk to therapists, but, you know, even that, I definitely felt like I was reserved. I was held back. I, I didn't really want to get into the nitty gritty of it all. Um, you know, that was really tough. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, I think that first and foremost, there's there's somewhat of a generational bias, And what I mean by generational bias is, you know, that this behavior is taught. All behavior is taught. Everything that we've done has either been taught from media or, or our parents or, you know, society as a whole, but it's taught. And when I say generational bias, I mean that the definition of masculinity, what it means to talk about your feelings has changed drastically over the years. Now that we're in 2020, the conversation is much more open and it's going to continue to go in that direction. It's going to continue to become more open. There's going to be more resources. There's going to be more people just talking about this in open conversation. It's not going to be as taboo and stigmatized. And I can't wait for that to happen. And we are on our way there. I promise you. However, the people that have taught us as men, our fathers, our grandfathers, our uncles, even coworkers or, or people that we look up to are from a different generation where you didn't talk about your feelings. You know, I you, you didn't go to the the farm and or go to war and all of a sudden you were talking about oh i'm I'm anxious and depressed it was a very much a it was a tough time there was a lot of really like we have it tough but they had it really tough too and they didn't talk about it though and so that kind of steely exterior that keep it all in that being the provider that being the 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 pillar for your family that is a is something that's been passed down And so even though we're in a, we're in a time where you can, you can express who you are openly, a lot of men don't feel like they have that, that we don't have that necessarily like hardwired into us. It doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel right to go out and express yourself. And trust me, every time I hop on this podcast, it doesn't feel right. It kind of, it it makes me feel good, but there's always that part that's kind of like, wow, you're really sharing a lot. There's a really a lot that's kind of bubbling up here and and that's one of those things where i had a uh, you know very open um relationship with my father who he did talk about certain things that were dogging him and that kind of stuff and that was great and so i learned from that however still there was just like this this tone of growing up in a small town where it's still it was very much men are the providers men are the strong the the cool demeanor you know that's mental health isn't really a thing you know it's just like you have good days and you have bad days but it's just it's just not a thing um and that's and that's really tough. And then more so than just a ge- generational bias, there's a success bias as well. You know, successful people are strong. You know, they have no flaws. You know, I know when I've been working for certain companies, I felt this pressure to not show that I couldn't handle. I'm and I'm for those listening on the podcast or listening audio wise, I'm putting up like quotation marks, but like couldn't handle the situations that I was being put in. And it was funny because it's like no no rational human should be able to handle these situations. I was in school, I was working a part-time job, I was interning, I was doing the podcast. I had a bunch of I was sleeping like 3 hours a night. But yet I didn't feel I didn't feel comfortable with expressing the fact that I was overwhelmed because I didn't want people to think that I couldn't handle something. I didn't want people to think that oh you can't task Kyle with this this important thing because he can't handle it. And so you keep that deep down, you keep that shelved. And all of a sudden you're just like, and I was like, I was literally at a point where I was like, I'm going to have to check myself in. Like I'm going to have to admit myself to a psychiatric ward because I can't, I I couldn't sleep. I was, I was terrified of closing my eyes every night and it sucked and it was exhausting and I was drained and I had no energy. I didn't want to work out. I hated who I was like, you know, looking at myself in the mirror. I was just like, I was so tired. You could see the life just drained right out of me and it sucked. But there's that success bias for men as well. And I think that that comes with... That's a branch of the generational bias because it's like we are the... You know, we're we're expected to be the providers in a lot of situations. And that's obviously changing. But still to this day, you know, that's still something to, to keep in mind. And then something more. And the, I think generational bias is kind of like the overhanging thing. You've got success is one branch and then you've got another branch. And that's masculinity. And the idea of masculinity, I think personally, is so unbelievably flawed. You know, because... My generation, so millennials, Gen Z, you know, we're really stretching this, this stiff definition of what masculinity means. And I love it. I love to see it. I love to see people, especially men expressing themselves through, through fashion and art and, and like, and words and just in everything that they do. I love to see men express who they really are to, to challenge cultural boundaries. It's one of my favorite things to see. I absolutely love it. However, older generations have grown up within a much stricter mold of masculinity and that perpetuates the suppression of emotion and, you know, a pretty lock and key look at what it, what it means to be a man, you know, a man that is, that is a cut and dry thing. You are a man, you are to be a provider. You are to be, you are to be the, the person that people come to you are to be a trusted confidant, You are, you, there is there, you are able, you should be able to put the world on your shoulders when other people can't, you know, you should be Superman. And it's like, to an extent, I get it. You know, I get it. It's like, you know, we as men have an opportunity because of the fact that for so long, we've been in positions of power. We've had, you know, we have an opportunity to make changes, but we haven't. You know, we've, we've had an opportunity to to further this conversation, but we haven't. And it's taken a generation that has the confidence in themselves to to go out on their own and take chances and express themselves to really see what this masculinity, this, this crumpled up ball of paper that masculinity is to really unravel it and see like, oh, shit. just because I'm not hitting the gym six times a week doesn't mean I'm not masculine. Just because I like to paint my fingernails doesn't mean I'm not masculine. If I want to wear a skirt, power to you. That's masculine because it's all confidence masculinity is confidence it's confidence in oneself it's confidence in one's abilities but it's also confidence in appreciating your limits and i say appreciating your limits because you have to understand that limits can grow and you can grow within those limits like you know if people put a lot on you you can say "Whoa, (laughs) i want to be able to give 110 percent to these tasks that you've assigned me these other five unfortunately i cannot do and and being comfortable in that means of telling people no of understanding that you're still going to come across as successful and be able to achieve great things even if you do it at somewhat of a slower more reasonable pace a pace that allows you to get six hours of sleep seven hours of sleep eight hours of sleep at night get a good workout in. take care of your body eat well spend time with your family you know those things are all 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 so huge but the biggest thing is is like is hard man it's fucking hard being a man is not easy. Being a being a person is not easy. We have to quit pretending like it is. Quit pretending like oh we've all got our shit together. It's so ridiculous, so silly. Because it's like what benefit are you doing to anybody? The only benefit you're not you're literally not benefiting yourself because you're not allowing yourself to go through the healing process. You're not benefiting the people who look up to you because now they're learning through that generational bias that you that you you have to be that that rock solid stony man who just takes on the world like you're not doing anybody any favors you're not doing your your relationships a favor because i can tell you firsthand when you're keeping things deep down and you're keeping things bottled up pff, that comes out of the worst times that's something i'm going to talk about a little bit later on but that comes out at the worst times and it just makes you a bad partner it really does it really does because you can't enjoy moments and i think life is just a collection of moments you can enjoy them because you're somewhere else. Mentally, you're not there. You're trying to solve the world's problems because you're keeping it all deep down. You don't want to share. You don't want to give, give this, this sense of vulnerability. And I get that and it sucks and shit is hard and that's okay. And so that's, you know, important to keep in mind. So I want to give you guys some lessons that I've learned along the way. Obviously being a mental health podcaster and a mental health advocate, I'm very cognizant of lessons that I've learned. I'm very, you know, I I love to look back and say, here's where I was. Here's where I am. What have I learned along the way? What growth have I experienced and really appreciating that growth? It's one of the things that I love about myself. One of the, you know, one of, I'd say one of my strongest qualities is being able to reflect. And that's definitely not something I could have told you a year ago. Um, But I think the first thing I want to say to all the men out there is that being perfect isn't a real thing. Being perfect. And this goes out to anybody, but particularly the men. Being perfect isn't a real thing having there is not a soul on the planet who is mentally happy you know financially incredibly successful has a six-pack abs like it's one of those things it's like and and has never had a bad day because there are probably there are people out there who have six-pack abs great paying jobs and spend time with their families of course there are but to say that they don't have a bad day But to say that, oh, you know, this person's got it made. This professional athlete, this person, this blah, 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 They have it made. There's nothing that this person can be upset about. I've talked to professional athletes on this podcast. I've talked to some incredible, incredible athletes on this podcast. And they all say the same things. It's like just they're people. Because we're all people. And we're all flawed. And that's okay. Because perfection is just this lie that's been fed to you. Just to kind of keep you, I don't know, within like this cookie cutter formation of like how you should act. And it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, it, it's just not real. It's not real. The less that when you stop chasing perfection and trust me, I was the worst for this. I am such a people like, you know, I was, I guess more so such a people pleaser. That was like a uh, key element of who I was. And then all of a sudden I realized I was like, Oh shit, I don't have to please all these people. I just have to please myself. Sounds kind of weird, but You know, I just have to make myself happy. I just like... uh, Perfection is just not real. And it took me a long time to realize that. But the second that I did realize it and I started to live my life through just natural, not chasing perfection, but just chasing the best version of myself that I could be, I was so much happier. Because perfection isn't real. You're going to be chasing that, that dream until the day you die. And I promise you, you're going to die miserably because you didn't reach something that's not real it's like climbing to the top of a mountain but the mountain never ends you're gonna die on the hillside and you're gonna think wow i'm such a failure so you're not a failure you climbed a mountain there's just no top and that's how it is that's perfection so i you know that's that's been a, a huge thing to me also you're not a burden like that you might feel like you are i did i felt like if i burdened i you know i I was very cognizant of the fact that, that everybody around me is living just as vivid a life as I am. And I knew that I was so overwhelmed and I thought, well, if they're all overwhelmed too, and I tell them what I'm going through, they are going to be so much more overwhelmed. So I'm just going to keep this dialed in. I'm just going to keep this locked up tight because of the fact that I want to, you know, I really, I love the people in my life and I don't want to burden them with this. Well, it's like, if you love the people in your life, then you'll give them the opportunity to help you and I think that that's such a huge thing it's like it's like you understand you have to gauge the situation some people are going through really tough times and maybe it's like it's finding an outlet so that they can go through their stuff you can go through your stuff and then you can kind of like talk about the progress that you're making instead of maybe saying like oh here's what I'm going through help me like sometimes you know just just letting them know like hey I just need somebody to listen is is a really powerful thing um but yeah like don't feel like a burden man you know like you're so you're so like you're valid in a way you know what i mean it's one of those things where it's like you're valid you don't have to you don't have to do, put on this face of like oh oh my god i'm gonna be a burden to my whole family they're on, they're not gonna like me anymore it's like that's not true they're gonna be happy that you came to them that they you gave them the opportunity to help you that that in some cases you gave them the opportunity to save your life that's that's a that's a gift that you can give to somebody it's not a burden it's the complete opposite. So just, just keep that in mind. Um, like I said earlier, masculinity is rooted in confidence, not arrogance, you know, or, or, a, a belief in a, and a head down and you'll be better tomorrow thing. Like masculinity is rooted in truth and in authenticity. I think confidence and authenticity are the exact same thing. I truly do because I think when you live the most authentic version of yourself, you live the most confident version of yourself. And I think that that's something that we, that we miss. Confidence isn't arrogance. It's not look how much better I am than other people around me. It's look how authentically I love what I do, who I am, the people that surround me, the skills that I love to, the, the skills that I work on, that's confidence. And that's something that you should not get fucked up and twisted because that'll ruin your life too. Because people are, I don't want to be around somebody who's arrogant. I don't want somebody who's gonna, you know, be all high and mighty around me and put other people down to make themselves feel better that's arrogance confidence is understanding that you're happy with who you are and you're going to let people be happy with who they are too that's confidence and i think that that's masculinity in itself you know the world <laughs> the world is a diverse and accepting place if you look for the right communities and resources you know why be anybody but who you are right because like let's say your immediate friend group they don't you know what they're, they're kind of jerks they don't really they, you you essentially open up to them about the the struggles that you're going in life or, or or your identity or who you are at your core and they shun you that sucks and it's the worst feeling and i can just i can't imagine i've had very supportive friends throughout my entire life i can't imagine what that that emotion would be like but because of the fact that i've had supportive friends i know that there are groups of people out there you know for for all the men out there like i know that there are groups of people out there who are going to accept you there are going to be resources there's going to be people out there who are part of resource networks who are going to be there their sole job is to support you and help you find people and find a community that accepts you be you who gives a fuck about being somebody else that's boring that's that's a snooze fest everybody there's so many cookie cutter fucking copy and paste people out there because like you know like social media has just blinded a lot of people into like what we need to look like how we need to act the people that we need to be around the goals that we need to chase and it's just ridiculous it's like just be you man it's it's weird but like why not why not what what at the end of the day when we're we're all dead you're gonna be like wow i'm real i'm real glad i didn't dye my hair that one time because you know jerry who i haven't seen in 90 years would have made fun of me who cares it's easy to live in the moment and and you should live in the moment but sometimes you have to look into the future and you kind of have to say like is this really going to matter in a year from now is this really going to matter in five years from now or am i just kind of afraid of people's judgment and again circles back to masculinity masculinity you're not afraid of people's judgment you're more afraid of not living a life that's authentic to you so i think that's huge you know i think it's important to remember that there's more help out there than you think I didn't know that there was when I first started kind of like really dealing with my mental health stuff. When I was going through mental breakdown after mental breakdown, when I was literally wondering, like, is this what life is? Really? This is it? Wow, this sucks. (laughs) Why would anybody want to do this? Like, this is brutal. You know, when that conversation was going on and you're like scared and you feel alone and you're like, what the fuck? there are so many resources out there and there are so many people who are going to try to help you and and who want to help you genuinely. And that's the thing is like, if you don't think that those people exist, hit me up on on Instagram. Message me. I might take a a day or two to get back to you, but I genuinely just want to help. I will help connect you to whoever you need to be helped connected to. You know, the, the podcast has allowed me to connect with a lot of people in the mental health space. If you need help, if there's a man out there Who's listening to this, who needs help and, and doesn't think there are people who just genuinely just want to help, hit the line. Life's a wreck is here to make your life, your your wreck of a life a little less of a wreck. That's just what I'm here for. So feel free. And I, and I hope that through that, just, just saying that, that you understand that there are literally people out there. If you go on Instagram, you type in men's mental health, the people who own those own, you know, those pages, who run those pages, are gonna be there to help you. Because that's what they've dedicated their time to. And, and it's one of those things that they're, they're so, you know, it's so important for it's important to them. Finally, uh, you know, talking about your mental health struggles, it's hard, but it's very liberating. And this is something that took a really long time to figure out because I, like I said earlier, it's uncomfortable and I get that it kind of sucks, but it's worth it. And it's a it's a weird thing to navigate because it's like you're gonna feel like shit the first time that you share. I I mean maybe you'll feel completely relieved and you'll just be like, holy shit, what a breath of fresh air. But I felt really I felt really uncomfortable the first time I opened up to a, a therapist. I was like, This doesn't feel right at all. I shouldn't be saying all these things. These are ridiculous. These are ridiculous little scenarios I built up in my head. I don't know. This lady thinks I'm crazy. But you know yeah and, and like you know that being said i still have a tough time when it comes to talking with people um and specifically and here's like one of those instances where like opening up and being vulnerable is like just an opportunity to show other people that they're not alone um you know i've always had a tough time when it comes to talking with people who i'm romantically interested in my ocd goes into overdrive anxiety and ocd just like kicks my ass during those conversations i'm going be talking to someone on the phone i can be texting somebody and if i'm like and i know like a lot of people that are kind of like you get that feeling when you like somebody and you're kind of like oh my god like what do i say what do i say but like for me it's like it's like what what do i say what did i say five minutes ago what did i say 10 minutes ago how did it, did, did that period come off as a bit aggressive should i put a winky face here is that is that gonna make oh well oh no i, sh- I should have said this and said oh my god i should apologize i should apologize it was weird i you know i'm so awkward um already i think i gotta hop oh. back on the mic here I was, um what's hi, going on I, uh, I didn't know what time you were gonna jump in but uh you know as good as time as ever i guess i just wanted to quickly jump in and just say it's it's so true you should see i've never seen somebody go on a date and then everything goes well blah blah, blah and then apologize it's it's hilarious. I mean, come on, who does this kind of stuff? You know, yeah, it's true. No, it, it's true. It's one of those things. Like, I felt still find myself just itching to apologize. You know, if I don't feel like the conversation went the way I wanted it to, or I felt like I was awkward. Oh, this this didn't have to become like a big thing. Like, I was just kind of making fun of you. You can you can carry on. I'm gonna I'm just gonna come come back here because I'm still not happy. It's just you. Still not pleased. But who cares what I think? I'm only carrying the show. It's fine. You know, it literally, and I'm not, I'm not kidding you. It makes my entire body uncomfortable. I get like physically like tight and tense and I feel like almost like my skin's crawling. And that's kind of like the OCD of like, of like feeling like things. It's a bit of that perfectionism. It's that it's that I should know exactly what to say in the right moment. And that's what's going to make somebody like me versus just being like, hey, yeah, you know, sometimes like you just have you just have bad days and you live with it and you learn with it. and You don't apologize for it because it's like it's just who you are. If you make a if if you make a situation like let's say you know an intrusive thought comes in your head and and you accidentally say something that's that's whether it's, it could be perceived as inappropriate or something like that then yes you're, an apology and an explanation is necessary but if you just think that a conversation was maybe a bit awkward or weird it's like just don't don't beat yourself up about it I'm bad at that I literally I'm saying this more for me right now because it's like it's just how it is how it is you think that every person on the planet has had every man who's ever talked to you know anybody that they're romantically attracted to like hasn't hasn't thought god i shouldn't have said that like who who said who who makes that comment and like or like oh that was that was a bit uh you know that wasn't my finest moment kind of thing It's just how it is. It's how it is. It's human. And that's the biggest thing is that all of this is just so human. As men, we need to be more human and less men as like, as kind of fucked up and funny as that is to say, it's like, we just need to realize that like, you know, who we are is not rooted in our, in our gender, who we are is rooted in our personalities, in our flaws, in like just a, a pure expression of authenticity, and and authenticity is is ugly sometimes it's kind of rough and that's the best part and that's a part that i don't appreciate enough and and i hope that you guys start appreciating more and i'm gonna try to as as well is that like the imperfections the kind of shitty parts you know going through and really being like like wow (laughs) bit of a joke there you know like that was you know a bit of a flub but it's just it's tough sometimes but that's the thing is it's just like you just gotta kind of you just gotta you just gotta understand that that's not just gonna one second you know kind of pop up and that's the thing is like i take medication i'm very open about that i take zoloft to to manage my anxiety and my ocd and when i started taking it a lot of really incredible things happened to me that mental fog started to lift um i became my my self-confidence went up my energy levels went up i felt much more kyle Um, and mental health, like the, the, the downsides, I guess you could say like the voice in the background. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, that's all me. That's all me. Okay. Technically. Yes. That I am still, we are still us, whatever it's regretfully i say that. However, I felt like a more happy version. I felt like a more authentic version of myself when I started taking this, this medication and it's tough sometimes when I have bad days because of the fact that I feel like, I, I feel like from the second I took that pill, that everything should be Okay. I should never have any more bad days because I did this thing. You know, I, I meditated, I tried all these things. Then I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to try medication and it helped. And then when it doesn't help on like a a certain day when I take it and I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I just don't feel, I don't feel like up to it. You know what I mean? You know, I get, I get kind of like down on myself. I'm like, man, like really like, oh, I still have days like this. This sucks. But it's like just riding the wave. Life's a wreck, you know, like they're wrecks create waves. You got to ride them and yeah it's something i struggle with so i hope that that kind of like little personal antidote is something that you guys can uh you guys can connect to as well yeah man it's one of those things it's weird weird. the conversation surrounding surrounding men's mental health is, is such a such an extensive one and one that i think we need to have at younger ages i think we need to implement a lot more into schools and that kind of stuff um because of the fact that it starts so young, you know, I can remember some of my first experiences with anxiety and OCD happening, like literally, like be before adolescence, like when I was literally like five, six, seven. Like that's when these, you know, these things started to come up. And letting people know from a young age that they don't have to worry about about burdening their parents or stuff, because when you're young, your whole world is your parents. You know, parents who are listening to this right now, if you've got sons um who are growing up like under like letting them know and understanding that like they can come to you with anything is huge it it is it's big um you know talking from a guy who who you know even my parents told me that and I still didn't necessarily listen to it at the time but like having that understanding later in life that imprint on my brain of oh I can I can still go talk to them I can still go talk to people was huge it was a huge first step like an understanding I guess um so you know we have an opportunity to, to change generational bias and i guess coming on this and doing this podcast solo this was kind of like my my attempt at hopefully connecting with a few people and really under, and really having them understand that like it's on us right now it's on us when when we have sons to to pass along to them the fact that their mental health is valid and important and their struggles are valid and important and who they are is just is is special and and unique and that struggles aren't just for the weak, struggles are for everybody, dad you know has has struggles, uncle grandfather, whatever, papa they all have struggles and it's okay to talk about those things because you're going to save lives that way Men aren't going to feel like they got to keep everything deep down until the point where they can't do it anymore, you know. And then you've got three out of four suicides being men. It's terrible. It's heartbreaking. You know. It just is. It's just one of those things where it's on us. It is. It's. It's. And there, there is some responsibility. Not going to be scary, but it's on us on us to share our stories it's on us to to help this next generation continue what i think the the gen z and the millennials are doing of living authentic lives and and really redefining what it means to be masculine and a man um you know it doesn't matter if you're a you're a trans man a cis man white man black man asian man any man you're you're a man and we have the opportunity as men to inspire the next generation to live happy loving mentally healthy lives and i think that that's huge and you want to talk about responsibility it's not being the provider it's not it it, it's being a teacher it's it's teaching how to provide you know it's teaching how to provide it's it's teaching how to do work in a way that is manageable it's teaching how to be authentic and how to find things that you love how to find a community that that will love you it's teaching love and acceptance and that's massively important so with all that being said um, I'd love if you guys would continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Life's Direct Podcast or at Morzy, uh, M-O-O-R-Z-Y-Y-Y, um, just because I want to hear from you guys. I really do. I want to I ha- keep having this conversation for the rest of the month. And that's the thing is for the rest of the month, all of the Instagram lives, all the rest of the podcasts um, are focusing around men's mental health and, and sharing the stories of men who have incredible mental health stories to share. Um, so that's, that's incredible. And, uh, yeah, I, do you have anything that you want to, want to add? All right. I guess I'll make my way back up to the mic. Um, you know, I just say the fact that I exist, the fact that I'm a character on a mental health podcast, you know, obviously this, uh, guy, I guess here to my left, uh, you know, he felt that there was a need to address something within the mental health space and obviously created this and created me and, you know, it begrudgingly, I guess. Um, but I think we need to do a better job all around. I just, you know, I, I shouldn't be, <clears throat> I shouldn't necessarily be an aspect of, of men's lives. The, the voice in the back, everybody's got a voice in the back, but let's, you know, I don't, I'm tired. I don't want to keep doing this. I'm bored. Like he's, he's a, just a drag to be around. So the last people who have very prominent voices in the back per se, the better so be understanding i guess let's just be better i don't know Is, does that satisfy you or are you happy now? yeah you don't you don't need you don't don't want your son to start a podcast and talk to himself in his bedroom just probably you know probably for the best um in all seriousness guys uh you know for all the men who are listening who are and all the women and, and just everybody else uh the individuals who are listening who want to support the men men in their lives Um, you know, I, I commend you on taking this step of listening to this and just trying to like, and listening to me ramble for 35 minutes or whatever just on just on men's mental health because it's an ongoing conversation at ones that and it's one that needs to be continued um so it's going to be continued here on life's a Rec, of of course going forward um and i encourage you guys to do the same my challenge for you this week is to have a conversation with a man in your life about their mental health uh and, and if they don't want to have that conversation that's okay Not not every man's just going to be like oh thanks for asking honey here here's all the details of my life but just letting them know that like hey if you ever need to talk or if anything is really dogging you and just be casual about it. Cause that's what this is. It's just a casual conversation, you know, talking about mental health doesn't have to be this stigmatized thing where it's like, okay, let's sit them down and let's, let's make sure no sharp objects are around and lots of pillows. And okay. So, so Jimmy, um, if you're, if you're struggling, just, just know, like it's, it's just gotta be like one of those things where you just poke your head, you know, around the corner and just be like, yo, bro, by the way, like, you know, you feeling Okay. Yeah, man, I'm good. All right, cool, man. Well, if you ever need to talk, like, just know that like you you can come to me. Like, no, no judgment, no questions asked. If you ever need somebody just to listen, I'm here for you. Those little things are going to mean the world, and literally, it's going to save lives. So that's the challenge for for this week, um, guys. I want to thank you so much for for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Um, you know, for for joining me along my mental health journey and allowing me to grow both as a podcaster and entertainer, uh, a mental health advocate, and just as a man myself. Um, it really means a lot to me, so I appreciate you guys coming along with with me on all this and uh, blah blah blah. That's boring. Uh, so I guess I'll just uh, I'll just kind of wrap it here. Um, you know, as I'm sitting here and, and I'm just finishing up the recording, I just I just can't. It's just something I can't put my finger on, but I just I just can't. You know, my big manly my big manly sausage finger. You know, my big manly masculine sausage finger I just can't put it on it, and it just oh yeah, right. It's life's a wreck.